0: This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and SiriusXM channel 371.
1: You don't look at me like I'm speaking Chinese, my man. For the third consecutive year, we were nominated uh-huh. the best live sports show from
2: a basement with dogs. I missed that yesterday. It's not... when, the, when the sports Emmys were announced, the nominations, I missed that.
1: Well, you just need to do a little more homework, a little more
2: research. In fact, our company led the industry with 62 63. nominations. 63. 63, okay. I just missed the 63rd. So now they leave us
1: off every year, but that's okay. You know, I'll, I'll contact my friend Jimmy. We'll knock that out. <laughs> we'll knock that out but uh, yep oh boy third yeah i mean this is only the third year we've been doing it yeah. and we were three for three now we haven't won it we've just been nominated we've won it twice right we're looking for a 3 p gotcha and, uh, again best live studio show for sports in a basement mm-hmm. with dogs we're the leaders in the clubhouse
2: uh good show today jeff halfley will be here in this first hour at football coach at boston college uh hour two jack hurley We'll go to Blacksburg for back-to-back interviews. By the way, Jack Hurley, is sophomore, it hard for Virginia Tech leads the country in batting average. Yep, looking forward to talking to Jack. And Pete D'Amour is the uh, softball coach at Virginia Tech, and he's got nothing but no hitters. He sells them on shelves. You go right by, and they'll they'll offer you one. We had a no hitter in the ACC yesterday. Did you know that? Did you know that? No. Yeah,
1: Clemson threw a uh last wow.
2: night. Paul Carcaterra here in the 9 o'clock hour ahead of a big lacrosse weekend. Big. I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Okay. When you go through a drive-thru in life, like in to, life to pick up something. Life is a drive-thru. Right. But when you pick up something, like you go to the drive-thru, you if, order. If it's Walgreens, you're still in park. Okay. But if you go to a place and you order, say, a cup of coffee. I wouldn't do that, but go ahead. You order a cup of coffee. You go through the drive-thru. Why do
1: you do that, first of all? i not to interrupt, but why would you order coffee? I make it I know every do, morning I, it's the just staff. A, It's a routine. I got cold beer for Otto and coffee for the rest of <laughs> I know of that.
2: Guys. All right, so when you go through the drive-thru, the object is to get to the window, pay, get your purchase, and move along, right? That's the goal, isn't it? I, was,
1: I don't get coffee, so I guess No, but so. you know
2: what I'm Okay, so you go to get food at a drive-thru. You go to Bojangles on Friday after the show for well, the biscuits. They know who I am, so okay. they kind of have it waiting for me. <laughs> you know what I mean. Just work with me here for a second. At any point, do you pause and just continue to have conversation after you get your things?
1: I do sometimes. Okay. You know why? Why is that? Because, uh, like at Bojangles, they know Chester and Fuller. Well, and who doesn't at this point? So I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and again, I, I've cut out fast food, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Down 42, by the way, this Congratulations. Down Two. 42. Mm-hmm. Negative 42, like Tiger Woods for Drew Brooks this week. Red 42. Red 42, right. But, you no, know, Chester Fuller, I mean, the folks at Bojangles, no.
2: I mean, it's fine to say hello, have a good day, thank you very much. But the object of the drive through Well, when you're 11-time
1: Georgia Hall this of Fame, It's got Famer, nothing to do
2: with that. But I understand what you're saying. I mean, they're like, hey, that's Western." Durham. No, but you pick up your merch and you move along, don't you? Typically. Hey, if you don't want to be social, just say it. I it's didn't okay?
1: say I didn't want to be We're social. We're good with that. We'll deal with you. I didn't say I, wanted,
2: we'll deal I didn't with want to be type. social. We'll deal with your type. But if you want to be social... You go in and you greet and you stop by the tables. How are you? So on and so forth, right? I don't mind talking to people. I don't either. Well, it
1: sounds like you
2: got a no, real no, issue. No, no, no. I'm just asking about a drive-through, and you don't want to talk to people. I didn't say that. Well, what's your issue? The people in front of us this morning were got their got their purchase, put it in the Let car. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir.
1: What kind of car are you drive? Honda. Does it come on the horn? <laughs> Huh? Does it come with a horn? Because if it does, I suggest you try it.
2: Hey, let's go type thing. Name this tune in I'm three notes. N- d- I can d- name
1: d- that tune in three notes. <laughs> <clears throat> that's I'm, what you do. Okay,
2: got it. All right. right
1: and next. then you get to the line, you get your coffee. And <laughs> you move Susan, along. Susan, what's going on? How's the fam? How's everybody doing? Move Did along. you guys make, put some chicory in my coffee the this chicken. morning? No,
2: that's only a Boy, uh, you, are high.
1: you. I got to tell you, you were high maintenance in New Orleans. You were a little high-maintenance. Coffee
2: with the chicory in uh, Café du Monde. Here's Excellent. your coffee, Excellent. sir.
1: You're not from around here. You're one of those tourists coming down here and bothering us yeah. down there in our
2: big easy. Yeah, no kidding. Try to go to a restaurant down there and they identify you quickly. All right. You so, all right? otherwise? I'm, yeah, great. All right. Really good. Good. Uh, good show. Looking forward to talking to Jeff Halfley. Can I say one more thing? Absolutely. I, I
1: would like to thank literally everybody yesterday mm-hmm.
2: uh, who sent a
1: text an email, mm-hmm. a tweet, a phone call. I mean, it was, I was inundated yesterday, and I could not be happier
2: yesterday. So thank you very much. Yep. Appreciate that. Um, a lot of people thinking about you. It was great. A lot of people thinking about you and Billy and the rest of your family and, uh, during this time. All right. So we told you about the show. Uh, we have six spring games. That's it. On the ACC Your math network. is
1: good. You went to two hands. Six spring I'm impressed game. with
2: you. It starts at 11 a.m., and here it is. 11 a.m., you get B.C., the J. McGillis Memorial Game, which is an awesome tradition at Boston College. Carolina's at, at 3 o'clock. Clemson wait is at Are 1. You, wait a minute.
1: Are you doing the North Carolina game? Let me yes, ask you a question. And it's
2: at 3. You're
1: sure about that? Because it says 1 up on the screen. I don't uh, want you to get there two hours late. All right, and go through the drive through check yes, Chapel That was a little Hill bit of a ground ball
2: error there. Uh, 11 is Boston College. Yeah. 1 o'clock is Clemson. All right. 3 o'clock is Carolina. You're sure about that? that yes,
1: the, three, the Carolina one, you've got to be right. Now, if you mess up the other five, I'm not worried. It I doesn't matter, it. right. But right. I want to make sure you're on
2: time. NC State is at 7 and Pittsburgh is at 9. Those are on tape delay. Now, let me, let me offer something to folks because um, this came up, and I want to make sure we got clarity on this. Uh-oh. Uh, NC State and Pittsburgh are available live on ACCNX through the ESPN app. Those are available live. So if you want to watch the Wolfpack live on Saturday, you can on the app at 1 o'clock. It'll be tape delayed at 7 o'clock on ACC Network. At 9 o'clock, you'll get a TD tape delay of the Pitt game, which is also on Saturday as well we got 12 solid hours, ending 11 to 11, of ACC spring football for you this weekend right here on ACC Network. So, But we start with Boston <laughs> College at 11 a.m. And we're going to start with Jeff Halfley in about 20 minutes. Yeah. So, okay, we pivot. We make these pivots during the course of our year, right? And so today what we're looking for is what's your question about your team? And for BC, maybe the question is, can they break through? 23 straight losses to AP-ranked teams for Boston College. Last one was that Red Mandana game against Southern California in 2014, Pack. It's the longest streak in FBS behind Kansas and Rutgers. Is that a fair assessment? Well, I mean,
1: you got the do factor. But I like the direction of the program. Absolutely. Right? And yep. here's the other good thing for BC, as mm-hmm. far as that stat is concerned. You're going to get opportunities. You know, right now, and I've harped on this now for every, now and, every time we've gone to football in the last couple of weeks, I think the ACC's Atlantic Division is going to be one of the best stories of the year in college football. I do. Mm-hmm. I, and I – It'll probably fly underneath the radar because the easy national narrative is not to do any work and dump all over the ACC. Right. That's what happens on other networks. and It's the same old nonsense. Mm-hmm. But I think if you do a deep dive, in my humble opinion, sitting here on April the 7th, I think the ACC's Atlantic Division is going to be one of the coolest stories of the year. Yeah. I do, because I think Wake's going to be really good mm-hmm. and ranked. NC State's going to be really good and ranked. Clemson's going to be really good and ranked. And then you get the next tier of teams that can break through. Right. Boston College, Florida State, Louisville. I think the division's going to be outstanding. But the good news for BC, they'll have opportunities to snap that
2: streak. Yeah. Clemson, Wake, NC State, Notre Dame, all on the schedule yep. for Halfley in year three. Okay. We're going to do this kind of in alphabetical order.
1: Uh, you know what that means? Virginia Tech fans are going to send ugly emails to me again. I know. All right. Why don't
2: you boys start with Virginia Tech every now and then? Every once in a while, we will. All right, Clemson is next. Is it as simple as quarterback and line play for the Tigers?
1: Yes. Wow, I think it's that simple. And and, and I mean, and again, we're we're treating this like they're coming off a really disappointing four and eight season. Well, that's the other. They part won ten Clemson. games last exactly. year. Exactly. So the standard by which Clemson is measured is different than everybody else in the league. Correct. Uh, when the question is, hey, is it as simple as quarterback play and line play? The answer is yes, as far as being in the college football playoff. Right. Uh, listen, their offense was mediocre at best last year, and they won 10 games. Mm-hmm. I think defensively they're going to be unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. And I know they lost some dudes, but I think they may be more athletic in spots that they lost talent from a year ago. For this upcoming season yeah now i'm going to see dabo friday night by the mm-hmm. way so kind of curious to see what they look like saturday and of course the question's going to be club Nick, freshman rookie coming from texas i've heard good things about him already in the practices dj did have
2: an injury last week
1: wide receiver yeah, randall no well, freshman supposed to freshman be Freshman wide receiver he apparently was dazzling everybody in the yeah. spring practice but you know dj's lost he's on the mark packer wellness plan. He's cut back, and he's a spokesperson for Bojangles. That's hard to do. So, you know, he's got to have a better year. Simple as that. But that'll be a fun thing to watch is the quarterback
2: offensive line. Day. I think that's what it's all about. All right, we're taking these kind of in order. I shouldn't say alphabetical. We're taking them in programming order. So, Florida State now you got coming up here in just a second. It's really up but, what, what we're, we're going to talk about Carolina next. Florida State and NC State and Pittsburgh, uh, we will get to for sure. We may only be able to get to Carolina here. We'll get to everybody today. We will yes. Carolina, is it as simple for Mac Brown as who is the quarterback? No. I don't think so either. No.
1: I mean the team had a losing season last year. I mean,
2: it's Clemson, they won ten
1: games. Right. Quarterback play gets really good. They could be spectacular. North Carolina loses a great quarterback. And you know what? They had a losing season. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of issues, as far as I'm concerned, with this team. And yeah, the quarterback, you kind of wait to see what happens. What about on the defensive side, Wes? Are we going to tackle somebody? Are we going to come to play? Are we going to be motivated to play in game? I mean, that team last year was a preseason top 10 team that went six and seven.
2: The thing about Carolina. More than one issue. Yeah. The thing about Carolina for me is there's enough coming back. In spots, and you and I think the world of Gene Chiswick. Yep, Charlton it. Warren, terrific coach who's come back to Carolina. Uh, Phil Longo returns, offensive coordinator. There is Jack Bicknell Jr. now as the offensive line coach because Stacey Searles took the job at Georgia. So is there some fine-tuning on the offensive side? Drake May, Jacoby Criswell, there are three other quarterbacks involved in the hunt with those two cats. May, highly recruited, once committed to Alabama, ends up at Carolina. He's Luke May's brother and another son of Mark May, who is incredibly athletic, no shock. Um, so how does all this work for Mac Brown? Remember, though, key element here, Carolina's ability, to get the offensive line tuned, feel better about that, you, still, you arguably may have the most explosive wide receiver in the league to throw to, Josh Towns.
1: Listen, Max recruited lights out, right? Nobody could argue with that. Mm -hmm. But it's all about winning games. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You could give me all your five-star, oh, hey, we're in the top ten in recruiting. Great. I'll give you the slowest golf clap you've ever seen
2: Mm -hmm. with all that stuff.
1: You have to win games.
2: Yeah, there are guys who they've recruited who the maturation point or the investment point in the last year or a half – is, it's ready to it's go. It's time. Now. And mean, guys like Keyshawn to, Silver, Desmond right, Evans, guys like. Right.
1: That. I mean, I'm not saying that North Carolina can't have a big year. I hope they do. Yeah. But to to ask the question, is it as simple as a quarterback? Uh, no, it's not. Not when you're six and seven. Right. And you lost that quarterback. So yeah, there's work to be done there. There's okay. no
2: question. Uh, Florida State here before we go to break started 0-4 before winning five of their last eight. Yep. And this is one of the key elements in what you're talking about with the Atlantic Division. In I, think if, I think there's a couple
1: teams in this league that won't get the national attention. Right. To me, Florida State, Louisville, and Boston College, I put them right there in the same mm-hmm. grouping. I think those three teams can have breakout years. I do. Yeah. And I thought Florida State did a great job last year because that thing was going nowhere. Right. I mean, they were in no man's land by the end of September, and you could just sense it. Oh, yeah, yeah, what is Florida State doing? And they showed me something. That staff, those kids stayed together. They were yep. listening to that coaching staff, and they were playing good football by the end of the year. They were they, were, they literally were a Florida winning in the way mm-hmm. in the last game for somehow getting to a ball game. So I, I think if you're a Florida State fan, Cautiously optimistic that the second half of 21 is going to be an extension of 22. That's what I think.
0: The Packer and Durham Podcast. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham.
1: Packer and Durham on a Thursday. Last time I checked, it's still a Thursday. Jeff Halfley, he's coming up here in about 15 minutes. We look forward to having Coach on. Always good, and he'll be making his 12th appearance on the program.
2: Do you know that um, in the last couple of days we've had an interesting sidebar of the Final Four and the National Championship and all that, and this is a purely speculative statement that almost turned into like a report, right? Because Jay Williams was one, Jeff Goodman was the other, a couple others all joined in because they wanted to – present for the general public that they thought it was possible that Mike sheshevsky might be reconsidering retirement you heard this right oh sure yeah we talked about it yeah um well yesterday we said unless Mickey sheshevsky Krzy- makes the comment I'll pay attention that's it. right so yesterday on Sirius XM ESPN your radio channel 84 that's
1: right a great lead-in to his show yesterday, too, by the way.
2: Coach K's Basketball and Beyond, right? His show
1: is at six. We, we let
2: in. We had a huge audience leading right into his show. Yeah, and uh, Coach K has done this show for 16 years. It's not a podcast.
1: It is not a podcast. It's a radio show. It is show. a
2: real radio yep. show. He gets paid a ton of cash. So, Sean Farnham was sitting in for Dave Sims yesterday as the host. And Sean Farnham asked Coach K if he's going to pull a Tom Brady – and unretire here's his response
3: wow to even be put in the same room maybe that brady would be in is is an honor but uh, you know he still has talent that uh can be used <laughs> at a really high level uh i'm 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 done uh with the, yeah. the coaching part of it and but uh wow you know i've been so lucky to be in it for 47 years and, uh, almost five decades of coaching at either West Point or, or Duke and then 11 years with us, you know, how lucky can you be, you know, like, uh, uh, to be in that arena and with two of the best institutions in the world and then to represent your country in the in the global arena it's been an unbelievable honor and uh uh and i've i've loved it i've loved doing what i dreamed i wanted to do when i was 16 and that was to be a coach and uh it went on steroids you know i mean it's all the opportunities and the people who've helped me and obviously one of the main things is the players that you have an honor to coach who have been so very talented and so very committed to uh, to team play. And as a result, we've won a, a lot of championships. And obviously you lose too, but uh, th- those times that you win are, are cherished.
1: Well, again, I'll say the same thing. Until I see Mickey Shashevsky make the statement, I don't want to hear from that guy either. Oh, now, I hope he put that to rest, seriously. I mean, I mean it came from the horse's mouth. How in the mouth. world did this? You know, it, it, we got to fill. Hot take. Throw something against the wall. Not held accountable. That's the world we live in, in the world of media. So I'm glad Coach K came out and just said, hey, listen, here's what I'm doing. Game, set, match. And I can't emphasize <laughs> enough what we said yesterday. There is a humongous place in the game for Mike Krzyzewski. And as awesome as he was as a coach. Mm-hmm his impact on the sport could actually be greater than his coaching ability moving forward because the sport is at a critical junction. Totally agree. So there we are. Yep. Uh,
2: Other news uh, related to uh, the world of the NCAA and the academic mission of these institutions. 22 of the 130 FBS schools uh, have announced they will provide allowable academic bonuses this year. Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina are the ACC schools that have agreed to this. You see, uh, you know, here are the schools paying the academic bonuses. Uh, You see that. uh,
1: Where was this when I was in school? That's all I'm going to say. I mean, when you go to college, there should be an incentive for you to get a degree. Yeah. Right? I mean, am am I reading this wrong?
2: No. No, hey, I, I, got a,
1: right. I got a free ride, so you can tell me if I actually do some work in the classroom, you're going to pay me more money?
2: Come yeah. on. So there you go. Come on. Uh, by the at way... At some point in time, <clears throat> time,
1: Wes, at some point in time, <laughs> yeah. you can always say the easiest thing to do is tell somebody else how to spend, spend their, their money, money right? right. That's, I mean, it takes no talent with mm. what I'm about ready to do. Right. But you, there's got to be some self-worth mm-hmm. of what that you do, whether you host a show with dogs in the basement, whether you go to college... Whatever it is, whether right. you're at the Starbucks line that you're issues this morning, there's got to be a sense of, hey, the incentive is to be really good at what
2: you do. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Competitive nature. Right.
1: I mean, does it have to have a price tag on it?
2: I Apparently so. Well, the federal judge mandated that the NCAA, the federal judge made the rule, the NCAA had to change its rules. Oh, oh hey. Not the first time the NCAA has taking a loss in a courtroom. Uh, the Kansas City Jayhawks. August of twenty. Is in charge. August of twenty twenty. It now allows schools to pay each of their athletes up to fifty nine eighty a year, five thousand nine hundred eighty dollars, as a reward for academic performance. Schools are not required to do it, um, but they have the option to do so. Uh, of the 130 schools that were contacted in FBS, 101 provided a response. We told you 22 are doing it. 34 said they've not yet decided if or when they'll start. 20 said they will not make bonus payments this year, right. but plan to make them in the future. And 15 said they have no plans to pay academic bonuses. Right,
1: well, read. how about let me just give you a thought? Okay. How about this as an incentive? Uh, we're going to give you a multi hundred thousand dollar opportunity to get a free education right right we're gonna pay for it all we're gonna give you everything it's gonna be worth probably two three four hundred thousand dollars worth of free education Mm -hmm. we're gonna give you great nutrition great coaching yep we're gonna let you travel the world in opportunities you're gonna meet people for life you're gonna have name image and likeness opportunities to make dollars on the side and here is the incentive if you don't get the job done in the classroom you give it all away is that okay. asking too much? Mm. Yeah. I'm just I, I'm asking a question. I, I think what the, in the world are we doing? We need to after giving you all of that for free. Here's the incentive, right? If you can make an A and a B, we're going to give you five hundred. I mean, what are we doing?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've totally lost sight of what the intent. The yep. intent here, when you step foot on a college campus, is to get a degree. Yeah. So go to work. That means you now have to put in an effort to get an education that you should want to get, whether you play in the NBA, Major League Baseball, the WNBA, whatever. Why? Guess what? Better educated. You got a chance to be a better citizen, better father, better mother, whatever the case may be, and have some impact on society. And I don't mean to preach this morning, but man, alive, this is almost comical. What are we doing?
2: Yep. Uh, Final note here in this segment before we get to Jeff Halfley, the National Sports Media Association yesterday announced that Hubert Davis is the winner of the Clarence Big House Gaines College Basketball Coach of the Year Award. Uh, This award has been presented annually to the top African-American basketball coach in the country. Davis, of course, took the Tar Heels to a national runner-up spot. This week in New Orleans.
1: Uh, who's the president of that organization?
2: The current board president is me.
1: So did you just put it in your back of your Honda honking the horn and just drive it up to Chapel Hill? Did not, no. You did, It'll be awarded,
2: it will be awarded in late June at Why? the National Sports Media Association Awards Weekend in Winston-Salem. You got it in your back seat of your car I right do now, not, no, no, no. Are you the only one with a vote? No, I'm not. In fact, I don't vote. It's a, a the membership selection. You're committee. the president. I understand that. I, I knew of it. What but are you, Emmerich? The, the membership selects. What them. are you, Mark Emmerich? You yes. just you in just, this case, yes. You just have a business card. The membership selects. You don't them.
1: have any input at all. You're just a figurehead. Is that what you tell me? In this particular case, yes, sir. Okay, then I'm not going to ask you any more questions since you had nothing to do. You're the president of the organization. That I'm gave the president out the of the board, you don't not have the a, organization. You don't have a vote, and you don't know. You don't even know where the award is.
2: No, I don't. I know where the plaque is. Yes. Where is and it? I know when it'll be presented. Where's the plaque? The plaque's being made. Oh. In the state of the Commonwealth of Kentucky, it'll be presented in late June. You can come up, be a part I'm of
1: not it. A, I'm not a Hall of Famer. I'm a Hall of Famer. You don't fame have list. to be a Hall of
2: Famer to attend. I'm a multi Emmy
1: Award winner, but I'm a Hall of Fame list.
0: Packer and Durham. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast.
4: Throws it down. Caught by Boston College. I don't believe it. It's a touchdown.
2: The Eagles win it. Unbelievable.
3: I don't believe it. It's one of the most remarkable football games I have ever seen.
0: Five seconds left,
3: and
2: Gordon will come on for Boston College. 41-yard attempt to win the game and end the Irish National Championship. hopes. Boston College knocks the Irish from that lofty spot. Emergency. possession for Boston College downtown.
1: Ryan for the end zone. B.C. on the board. <laughs> Perfect throw by Matt Ryan. It will be an onside kick.
0: Field oh, oh,
1: the
2: You're talking about momentum shift. Plenty of time. Cannot take a sack here, Ryan. Go fire! Oh the my archo.
1: God! Oh, oh. Open for a touchdown! 14 points in the last two 11, and Lane
2: Stadium goes silent. Hmm.
1: Gets you in the mood, doesn't it? My
2: God, now I mean, that That's gets you in God. the mood
1: watching those highlights. <laughs> Love it.
2: All right. Uh, Walk-up
1: music—it means one thing on this show. That's why we asked the question the last couple of months, the last couple of months. But when you hear the boss. It's time to go to the boss because he's got
2: all those gift cards. That's <laughs> so, right. He's got hey. all
1: the gift cards.
2: Hey, wait a second. Now, before we get started with Jeff Halfley of Boston College, we have pictures. I mean, are you, uh, you know, you're an American salesman here? You're selling gift cards? You're, what are you doing now? I mean, and now you tell, I thought it was pizza. And then we're handing out, what you <laughs> say this is? Shake Shack?
4: Oh, you guys are unbelievable. I can't even start the show without laughing. Um, yeah, I was, handing out, I was handing out pizza, and then those are, those are Shake Shack gift cards, up to $50. So you guys should have been walking around hey. campus, and you might have gotten one.
2: Hey, bud. Hey, come on now. We're your people now, aren't we? You
4: got one You, you, got you... one or two left over, don't you? I might have a couple left. See, at the, see, at the spring game, you might find yourself with one of those. <laughs> but we, we wanted to – I wanted to thank the students um, – you know, if you watched any of our games last year, I thought our student section was as good or better than anywhere we played in the country last year. So I wanted to just go out, get on campus, and thank them, show my appreciation, and tell them to get up early and get to the spring game. Let's make it. Let's make it game-like. Get in the mods early in the morning, head out, and uh, be there for our players. I think it'll be a good Saturday, and I'm looking forward to the spring game.
1: All right, let's come clean on this before we get to your team. <laughs> Uh, When I hear $50 Shake Shack gift certificates, is that coming out of your budget or is that Pat Craft's budget?
4: That's Pat Craft's wallet probably. Handed him over and and I was happy to hand them out. So we got to thank Pat Craft for those.
1: All right. So, uh, Jeff, we're done with you. Uh, we'll get crafted in here in a couple minutes because you can't help us i mean we've given you a broken packer and durham mug and finally the shipping yeah. department at espn yeah. came clean and got you a real one so we're done with you happily we'll we'll see you next month we're done we'll get craft on here we we'll get some deals done <laughs> All right, let's get. To your I appreciate the
4: new cup. I've been I've been using the new cup. The yeah. first one in pieces was unbelievable. I thought yeah. it was actually funny. The second one came right after. So thank you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome cool. on that. All right, let's get to your team though. Right, enthusiasm, momentum—that's what I think of with your program. I mean, you guys have done a tremendous job. I know you wanted to finish that bad boy off a little stronger, but incentive for 22. What have you seen in the spring so far?
4: I've seen a lot of competition. You know, we lost a couple guys up front, and I've seen mm-hmm. our O-line really come together. We have a bunch of really good, talented O-linemen. Uh, Christian Mahogany is really the, the lone vet coming back, and, you know, I see him in similar, uh, very similar to how I saw Zion last year. I think he has a chance to be one of the, if not best, offensive guards in the entire country and put himself in position to be a high draft pick next year. But the youth, the toughness, um, we've run the ball really well. I'm really proud of the young O-linemen.
2: All right, we talked to you a little bit about John McNulty before. Now that you've gone through this session, what what is his imprint on your offense? What's it look like? What was your expectation, and and how's that conversion been?
4: Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. Just like Saturday, we're not going to show too much because sometimes it's fun when you get a new coordinator and a new scheme. You keep your first three opponents, maybe four opponents guessing. Um, but but one, we, we want to be able to run the football. We need to run it better than we did last year. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we've done that. And from a defensive guy, there's been some practices where I've left very angry. And then actually when I realize I'm the head coach, I'm pretty happy because we're, we're running the ball. We're running the ball well. And then certainly with Phil coming back um, and his ability to get the ball down the field and push it down the field with Zay Flowers and Jalen Gill and Jaden Williams returning, uh, we got some dynamic wide receivers. And I think one of the best quarterbacks coming back in the country. Um, So we established a run. We pushed the ball down the field. I think that, you know, early on in spring, the defense was ahead because it's the third year in the scheme. But the offense has caught up And our last scrimmage on Saturday. um, I thought the offense had one of their best days. So I'm excited about that and excited by the buy-in from the players.
1: All right. uh, All this offensive talk, you're a defensive guy. So let's talk about the big boys (laughs) on the other side, Coach, because that's the bread and butter for you. Uh, What about expectations defensively for this team in 22?
4: Well, I think it's going to start uh, the same thing I said. we got to do a better job of stopping the run. Uh, I think we were the third-ranked pass defense in the country last year, uh, which was a huge improvement for us. Uh, but you have to stop the run. We need to be better on first and second down. We need to create more TFLs. We were really good on third down. we got to, we got to just be better on first and second down. We got a lot of guys up front returning. We'll get Chabuzi back, Ashida back, Marcus Valdez back. Basically, our whole D-line is coming back. Um, Our linebackers, they're all back. We got some really young talent mixed in. Uh, So we have experience on the defense. A lot of young, good athletes who can run. And I'm excited to see the the next step that we can take. I think Tem has done a really good job of implementing some new schemes this spring. um, And I'm excited to see where we can take it.
2: That's the part about that side of the ball for me. As much as the Dracovic and Zay Flowers, and I'm glad you mentioned Jalen Gill, because I think he's been a guy that's kind of gotten lost in some of the communication nationally about who you're going to be. Defensively, Tim is so good, Jeff. I mean, you know this. I mean, you brought him with you. It's, he's one of these bright, rising stars in this business that, you know, under your tutelage and guidance, I mean, you guys have really kind of grown this thing to a point where it seems like you're ready on that side.
4: Yeah, you know, I think we should take a step this year, and I agree with Tim. Tim's not only a great coach, but he's an incredible person. He's Mm -hmm. really good with our players. I consider him one of my best friends. I think he's a rising star who should get a shot to be a head coach soon. I think that whole defensive staff um, is really, really maybe the best that I've been around as a group. Um, And I'm grateful that for three years, nobody's left, and they've all had opportunities. So, I'm appreciative. It's allowed me to kind of step away. And I think I've become a better head coach this spring because I've been able to get around the offense more and the team more rather than just being entrenched with the defense. And that all starts with my trust in 10.
2: All right. I want to ask you about this schedule here. And I know we're talking about spring. But you said, you know, we may be 22 personnel all afternoon on Saturday. And I understand that. Because four of your first six are at home. But your first two, there's Rutgers to open. And then I see at Virginia Tech, at Florida State, Louisville-Clemson before a bye week. I mean, the first six is going to tell the story in some respect, don't you think?
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's really – I haven't seen that schedule in a while. I didn't realize it was at Virginia Tech at Florida State, so thanks for making my morning feel even better. Um, I just know we start with Rutgers um, and watch. They'll put that Virginia Tech game, their home opener, probably at night, right, so we can all hear enter Sandman as I run out of that tunnel for the that first time. That would be time. good
2: for you, yeah.
4: We'll, we'll definitely have that, and then possibly on October 8th, I think Dabo's working on getting us to come there again. <laughs> um, they actually he, – he called me yesterday and asked if I, if I would mind, and I told him, hey – it's your world. I'll do everything we can. Maybe we can get you this time there. Um, but they will be telling those first few games. And, yeah, yeah I mean, maybe, maybe we'll line up in Wildcat and maybe we'll throw the ball to Phil. Maybe we'll, you know, who knows what we'll do. I think the spring game you might see, maybe we'll see mahogany in the backfield carrying the ball. We'll have a little uh, fun.
1: Uh, you just mentioned that you became a better head coach with some of the things that are going on. It, when you look back, and it's been a quick ride here so far at B.C., But when you look back, where have you gotten better, Coach, as a head coach?
4: Yeah, well, it's been – I thought about this a bunch the other day. I walked into the pandemic. I literally walked into the Mm -hmm. transfer portal. I walked into NIL. So I feel like everything just came at me fast. Um, But I think I've done a better job of – like I said, I I was able to get around the offensive players. I felt like the offense actually felt like I was rooting for them this spring when I probably wasn't rooting for them the last spring and the spring before that uh, because of my trust in Tim and the defense, I've been able to get out of those meetings and spend time with the players and connecting more with all the players, not just the defensive players. And I think that's, that's my job as a head coach. And I've learned that after two years, um, I just can't be a defensive guy. It's,
2: it's one of those things though that, and I've asked kind of Mike Norvell this, cause you guys kind of showed up about the same time, right? This is the first one that feels normal, like pre-pandemic for you, I'm guessing?
4: Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, a couple of things. This is the first spring ball where we're able to have recruits here. So all of a sudden I turn around and there's 100 people at practice. And <laughs> then I'm sitting in my office for four straight hours talking to families and recruits. And it's awesome. I mean, I, I was getting our staff ready to get on the road after the spring game. I'm not allowed on the road. I said, what in the world am I going to do in my office without the staff here? I've never been through this before as a head coach. Shoot. So it's going to be, you guys might want to get me on the show more. I'm not going to have anything to do. Um, but I'm <laughs> But I'm sure I'll I'll find plenty, and I'll probably get entrenched in the tape and start texting the staff a million different thoughts. I'll probably drive them crazy. But I've never been through a normal offseason before, so I feel like I just got here.
2: All right, so how does that change? Because you're right, May becomes their month, not yours, right? That's the way that works. And you've got new territory that you're going to walk Boston College into for the first time as a coach, right? You're going to send your staff collaboratively out on the road to recruit year or two ahead here as much as you can and you got to plot and plan that i mean you just can't go pell mell across the northeast and around the country representing boston college for the first time you got to have a plan right
4: yeah we got to have a great plan and we have great people working in our recruiting department with our staff that are all mapping that out Um, i've kind of given them my thoughts on where we should hit hard and focus on i do think we're a national brand because we're one of the best academic schools in america and have a major city right in our backyard um so they'll do a good job they'll be organized it's a great staff i mean these guys work hard they're tight um and they have great relationships with these kids but this will be the first spring where we actually get on the road since i've been here
2: Hmm.
1: coach i have a suggestion for you since you're looking for some free you got some free time now not having to go on the road i got two words for you you ready shake shack
4: (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, why
1: your... don't you
4: come out to the spring game if you come to the spring game I'll just take you to Shake Shack and we can order whatever we want
1: dude let me tell you something uh I I would be there if I could be there seriously I, and, and, I, I, and I tell you what next time I see you when when that could be that could be Made next and month Amelia Allen. you think they got Shake Shacks and Amelia Allen coach
4: you think you think they they one shake, of those I, I've never been. I've never been to Amelia Island. This oh, you're gonna like it. Oh, all Oh, you're gonna like it. I don't even Amelia know what Island. to expect, but let me, I'll, let I'll let definitely me. bring you Shake Shack cards. Okay, I, I'm gonna actually just send you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get Pat's credit card. I'm gonna get some more Shake Shack cards, and I'm gonna right. ship them to you guys. But if they're broken the first time, I'll send oh. you another pair.
1: Okay, fair enough. I appreciate that. Let me let me just give you a little hint about Amelia Island, and I'm not making this up. No. All right. Again, when I'm about ready to tell you, you need to take note. <laughs> I swear to God, the first time we went was a couple of years ago, right? Only yeah. time we've been. Coach, I walked into the men's room where we're staying, yeah. right? And I go to wash my hands. And they've got a bowl about half the size of this table of pink Himalayan sea salt. Oh, yeah. It's what you do to wash your hands. And I swear, I must have walked in there 35 times during the three days because it's the greatest stuff. I I just went in there just to wash my hands over and over. Pink. And then you go to the gift shop and for like a tiny canister about the size of a Packer Endura mug, you could get one for like $35. And I'm like, forget that nonsense. I'm going to walk to the men's room. There's got to be $10,000 worth of pink Himalayan sea salt so, in there. I was going to just stick it in my bag and just send, hey, I'm just taking that sucker to American Airlines Jeff, and I'm flying home. Here, here's what we're I going to I swear
2: to do. God it's the truth. Here's what we're going to do. When we arrive at the uh, spring meetings, I'll text you. So you and Gina can come down and greet us in the lobby. And <laughs> you can see the guy at the hotel rough pack her up as he comes through the door because packer the last time we were there was taking scoops of the Himalayan sea salt and putting it in a plastic bag Dude, to take home with him. It stuff is magic. He was stealing pink Himalayan
1: sea salt. It's from magic. The I'm telling you. Just telling
4: you, you guys just me. made I can't wait for this trip. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go home tonight and tell Gina that we're, we we got to ba- get some Ziploc bags so we can take this home.
1: You go get some Glad bags oh from God. the local pantry or wherever uh, you buy them. You're going you're gonna to make about $35,000 on this trip. I'm telling uh,
2: you. Tell Kraft hello for us. Thanks for the time. You're the best, and good luck on Saturday. We look forward to watching here at 11 o'clock.
4: Thank you. And, again, Pac, um, you know, our prayers with your family. Sorry Thank for you. your loss. I appreciate you guys. Um, you guys always start my morning off great. This is awesome. <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. All, All right, take everything. care. Thank Jeff Affley, head All coach right. of Boston see College.
2: Unbelievable. Dude, we're going to get Shake Shack gift cards from Pat Kraft.
1: I don't know what I'm more excited about. Shake Shack or that Himalayan sea salt that awaits down here at Million That is the greatest yeah. stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. you got to admit, that stuff is unbelievable.
2: Top of the world. It's not, and it's pink Big time. Himalayan sea salt. Yeah, it is pink. Yeah, and it's spectacular. It's unbelievable. Spectacular.
0: Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham.
1: Packer and Durham on a Thursday. Your lucky number is 602 today. 602.
2: Whether well, that be lottery, whatever you want to do, yeah.
1: 602 is your lucky number.
2: Today. All right, let's go to Bristol. Time for this week's edition of Over and Under. And for that, we welcome native charlatan, H.B. Ives.
5: Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Happy Masters Thursday. It's a yeah. great day. Who's that over Bristol?
2: your right shoulder? Who's that over your right shoulder? That is you? Rachel, I believe. Hi, Rachel. Oh, Good Rachel. morning, Rachel. Wave to the cameras, I know it's Rachel. Rachel.
5: I don't believe it's Rachel. I know it's Rachel.
2: Rachel, wave. No, Rachel's gone. There she is. Hi, Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Thank you. Appreciate your help. Pat, part of the back row. That's it, back row. All right, HB, let's go.
5: All righty. We will start in Tallahassee. Over,
2: under. How many times do we see Ives' dad in New Orleans?
5: Uh, I put it six. Six.
2: Lost. Yeah, six. We saw your dad six times. Yep.
5: I apologize six times. No, he oh, great. your dad's the dad, best. Dad, that
2: was great. Your dad's awesome. You're a giant uh, pain in the rear, but otherwise your dad is great. Terrific. The
5: best part is he's not awake yet to see this. But so huge, huge softball games in Tallahassee this weekend between Virginia Tech yes. and Florida State, top five matchup. I assume we will see Catherine Sandercock and Keeley Rochard face off over under 18 strikeouts between those two when they face off
1: over. this weekend. Over. I'm going to go over, too. Over. These I... two are filthy. Yeah, they are. It's gonna it's be a... some, this is some kind of series now. This is a big-time showdown between
2: these two. Look Keeley throw the rise. Look at that thing. Starts out about your knees and ends up at your head. Forget it. <laughs> Look at that thing. Forget is it. Is that not wicked? I mean, you draw the bat back, you're thinking it's at knee level. I'm going to slap it. And all of a sudden, it's at your eyes. It's at your earlobe. Uh, they're Forget both it. really good. You throw yep. Valerie Cagle in. Yep. Duke's got studs. Yep. Over is the answer. I, really I agree with that. Yep. We
5: both are in agreement. Over. Not exactly your beer league softball game. No all right, point. let's no. move on to baseball. Three of the top home run hitters are in the league. Mm-hmm. Over under three combined home runs for Jake Galloff, Tommy White, and Ben Metzinger this weekend. Over
1: ah no let me get make sure you understand the question three total home runs by them c- collectively by. or collectively. by individually collectively
5: no. yes collectively. one of them oh. hit three
2: you know whatever they're allowable to hit three by themselves i'm going over i'm going to say under virginia's at miami nc state host virginia tech who's sussex done a nice job and Louisville, Carolina. I'm going to go under three. I'll go over and mark the tape. Oh, boy. Mark the tape. Mark and tape.
5: It is so marked. (laughs) Good. Geloff may hit three by himself. I know. I
2: understand, but at some point, the pitching starts to pick up, too, in this thing. Okay.
5: Geloff last night up to 53 RBI this year. Dude, he's raking
2: it. raking it. Yeah. He's going to be, he's like, Headed to ACC All-America status now. I mean, this is like 53 and we're just into April? I'm going over. Okay. All right.
5: All righty. Our favorite here in the show, Charlotte North, is
2: 18
5: goals shy of the all-time D1 career record for goals. Over under three games before she reaches that mark.
2: Ooh.
5: I'm
1: going to say under. I think three is the number. Uh... She averages five
5: goals per game.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go under, but she can go off. And she's, I'm telling you, she is a star, this girl. It was,
2: I got to share this, Brian. You were not with us on Saturday, I don't think, for this. You were at the Dome. Mark and I introduced Luke Hancock, Joel Berry, and Carlos Boozer to Charlotte North in the pre production of the uh, nothing but net because Virginia Tech was playing B.C. Right. <clears throat> and Luke Hancock was amazed at Charlotte North. Yeah, I told Luke, I said, just watch Charlotte North.
1: Which one's her? that girl
2: right there? Number with eight. His... Just watch
1: number and, eight. And about two minutes later is when she did the behind the back, over the head, around the shoulder goal. And Luke looked at me like, I said, <laughs> I said, it's every game. It's every She's game. She's
2: unbelievable yeah. how great she is. That was kind of fun for us to do that.
5: Paul Carcatera coming up at 9.00. Charlotte North is his favorite player, men's or women's, in the country. Absolutely, he says she's the best in the I, country. I get it. I mean, Turn she's the TV. A
2: superstar. Call your friends in Boston. The love fest for Charlotte North starts at nine o'clock. Yeah, she's unbelievable. Yeah.
5: We will stay with lacrosse, women's lacrosse. Top five matchup between North Carolina and Syracuse right. this weekend. Over under that the differential in this game will be five goals or less. Under. I ask yes. because North Carolina only two games have been decided by that few. And eight of BC of Syracuse's games have been decided by five.
1: I'm gonna say under. Yeah, I agree. Like under under five. It's top five matchup. Yep. It'll be good. It'll be close. North Carolina's outstanding. Been great. BC's outstanding. Syracuse rocking and rolling off yeah. to a great start in the league. Look at that!
2: That look at that bounce over the head. You see that one? <clears throat> this is why this sport is so good. Watch the way they score. You get into traffic. You get the stuff over the top, and then you get like that. Then you get this behind-the-head bounce-into-the-goal stuff. I mean, it's just amazing to watch the women score in lacrosse. Men, it's it's terrific. Don't get me wrong. But the women score in a way that I think is unique to their particular sport. Yeah, a little more power
1: with the men's game. But, nevertheless, it is an exciting up-and-down sport. Tons of offense. For you soccer folks, you may not like it to meet goals. Just saying. But, man, they, if you
5: like offense, this is your kind of sport. Okay, Ives, what do you got? Let's head south to Augusta for the last two. Over, under, one and a half former ACC golfers that finish in the top ten at the Masters.
1: Under. I'm going under. Mm.
2: Going under. Mm. I'm going to go over. Okay. Mark the tape. I think mean, Kepka's is there. And Berger or Zalatoris may be there as well. That's well, my initial thought. Mark the tape. Okay. Hope you. I hope you're right. No. Just thinking. Can't wait to watch. Larry Miles, nice man. Don't think he'll be top ten. Not happening no, this so week. There you go. But
1: All you
2: right. know what? He's playing.
1: That should tell you something.
5: All right, Ives, What else? Tiger Woods, not an ACC legend, but over under seventy five. Tiger shoots in his first round
2: today. Oh, under. Okay. You're going to go under seventy five. Yeah, Got it.
1: I saw. Uh, I was watching a little golf channel. Yeah, you were yesterday.
2: Yeah, you were.
1: And uh, I think it was Brando Chamblee that said he's had 23 first rounds at Augusta. He's broken 70 twice. That's it,
2: twice. Yeah, it's usually 70 to like 73, something like that. So
1: I'm going to say he breaks 75, but uh, we'll see. I hope he gets up and down the course. I was to listening to
2: Fred Couples' uh, radio show on Sirius XM 92 this morning. Sirius XM is what's happening now. It is happening there. Fred was uh, very, very uh, insightful into why he thinks Tiger has a chance to win. He said that his ball striking is terrific. They played a practice round that kind of thing. Ball striking, terrific. He thinks he's got the ability to manage the golf course as well as anybody else in the field. Still
1: stunned that Fred Couples only won one major. It's hard to believe. And that was 30 years ago at Augusta when the ball somehow did not go in the water. Butler Cabin
2: with Jim Nance that day. Come on. Roommates. A couple Houston Cougars. Roommates.
0: The Packer and Durham Podcast.